Welcome to Gunner Trash, episode 243, Next Wave, Agents of Hate. My name is Eric. I am Jason. How goes <laughs> Unbelievably well. <laughs> How about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been watching soap operas and scratching lottery tickets for a week. It's amazing. <laughs> I wish I would have thought of this sooner. Like, 22 years ago. Good night, everybody. <laughs> so, how you doing? <laughs> I'm alright. Yeah. Cool. Well, you have been busy sitting around in your underwear, jerking off seven times a day. I've, Never more uh, than five. That's been, dangerous. Been going to work uh, early and staying late. All week long. Well, if I'm not working, one of us has to bring home the bacon. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> and thank you. I don't, uh, I don't get why I have to take the weight <laughs> of the karma shift in the universe here. <laughs> well, if you would have thought to quit first, I would have doubled my hours. <laughs> but you didn't, so that's the way the cards were dealt. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There you go. Sorry. It's all right. But I do appreciate you uh, working the extra shifts. Yeah, sure you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I still had plenty of time to read comics this week, though, hey? Did you? Oh, I meant you. Okay. Oh, did I? Yeah. No? No. Did you read these? I did read these. Okay, okay. Just all within the last two days. Oh, because the weekend. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That makes sense. Yeah. You had plenty of time to read them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you didn't. Yeah. No, I read them all. I read the last two of them this evening. <laughs> I was savoring them. I wanted them to be fresh. Actually, you know what? Like, uh, yesterday when I came over here, I was like, oh, I'll read the next two in the morning before I go to Kathleen's. Mm-hmm. And I got up, and me and Doogie just started watching nature videos online, and I completely forgot. Like, we, we learned about the dart frog from Central America. We learned about... The, uh, blah, 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 what's it called? Um, the mantis shrimp, which is fucking unbelievable. This, the shrimp, this tiny little shrimp, um, can like spring forward with such velocity that it can shatter aquariums. And it's like a shrimp. It's the size of a shrimp. And it, it's, it, they said it's equal to a 22 caliber bullet. Like, as far as like, if it went into you, like it would damage you like one. I was like, wow, it's a shrimp. <laughs> And then, uh, and what was the other one? Oh, the, uh, the peacock spider. We watched its courtship dance on, on YouTube. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. So then I forgot to read Next Wave until, <laughs> until after, uh, I went to the family reunion thing or whatever it was. Family get together. Wasn't a reunion. Sort of a reunion. 
So yeah, so I read them. I read them. And uh, I also read the other book that I started to pick that was by one of my friends, and you told me I wasn't allowed to pick because just in case, right. you know, <clears throat> it gets... <clears throat> It's not like I I say that you can never pick this book. Right. It's just that that's part of a role that we had after you... Oh, yeah, it's it's nothing to do with that book or that artist. It's like, yeah, no friends of... You know, in case we want to give it an accurate review and, like, we feel like we have to pull punches. Right. Which, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, and it was fucking terrible. No. No, I'm just kidding. No, it was awesome. It's called Driftwood City. Check it out. You can actually go to driftwoodcity.com and look at it. There you go. Yeah. Jason Martin. Good stuff. Anywho. Yeah. yeah. So how how, how, how how are you? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about next wave already? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'd never read it before. Yeah? I'd heard good things about it. Had you? Yeah. Okay. From very few people. Um, like, like... No actual just run-of-the-mill customers at Mavericks over the years. Right. Zero. Um, but I think... It was not a top seller. It was not. Like, it wasn't supposed to be a limited series, right? It was not, no. Um, uh, Warren Ellis was only going to be writing the 12 issues of it. Uh, and he was going to uh, leave it in the hands of another writer after those. Uh, and then they just decided to cancel it. Um, also because it was not selling well enough to afford to pay Stuart Iman in his page rate. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd imagine he's pretty competent. He probably commands a, a good salary, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't know what that is. That in. Uh, why would I have any clue about <laughs> I, I don't know. But maybe, I know you're pretty pretty good on the internet, but maybe you've hacked into his bank account records. Yeah, and... I don't know what any <laughs> comic creators make. Uh, you know what I make? 20 bucks a month. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, silly me. I know what one comic creator makes. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, Joe. But it was, yeah, 12 issue series and. Uh, 12 issue series, Warren Ellis, Stuart Imanen. The whole way through. All the way through, all 12 issues. Uh, mostly consisting of two issue story arcs. Right. But they sort of have an overarching... There's an overarching thing. Right. But, but for the most part, each individual piece was just about two issues long. Which is awesome. I, lo- I love awesome. that. It's super awesome. I think I said that before when we read something similar. But I love it when you can read two issues and get a story. But if you read, you know, six issues, there's also a bigger Here's story right. building in the background. Oh, I love yeah, that. Like comics should be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, comics, I, I firmly believe, should be one to two issue story arcs. Three to four if you're going super crazy with it. Right. Uh, but, but you know, you should just be able to pick up those individual issues and enjoy what you get mm-hmm. completely and fully. But if you stick with it, then there's something greater that you're also right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's the way it should be. And sadly, mostly it is not. Yeah, and that's... That's one of the reasons this probably didn't do well. Is like it was like people were like oh two issues are over and like there's not some sort of big you know summer event building up here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, issue eleven, the cover of it makes fun of the summer events that was uh, currently going on. Oh yeah, which one was it? Oh, the uh, Civil War. Yeah. It's got the the same uh, cover design as all the Civil War uh, crossover books had. 
but here it uh, plainly states not a part of a Marvel Comics event yeah. and Civil War. Yeah, with a question mark. Yep. And the characters are like chewing bubble gum and holding up signs that say, we don't care. Yeah, please love us. And Mark Miller licks goats. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a Marvel comic. I don't know if we mentioned that. Uh, we did not. Know yeah, because that because yeah. that, that's it. It's not your average Marvel comic. Yeah, it's not at all. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, and yeah, that is also probably why it failed. Because uh, in the long run, it's quotes didn't matter. Right. Which is apparently what most comic fans just want. You know, like that's the part that drives me crazy. Is like they're the people that are so obsessed with you know like everything fitting into the canon of. You know this building, this giant crossover, and then like, and then when Marvel just shits on the canon and like, you know, brings somebody back to to life or whatever, right. they scramble to like, those readers, those same readers scramble to like, you know, wrap their heads around that and like, and keep you know, pe- pick all the pieces up and keep moving. Right. And it's like you know you just, you know you know what you're doing here, right? I right, mean, right. it's like complete uh, hypocrisy or like. What's the word I'm looking for? Contradiction. Right. You know, because Marvel's just shitting on everything that you're, comp- you know, that you're holding true and important about comics, but but they're doing it in such a way that's marketed to keep you uh, buying their books. Yeah. Pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> but this one's not like that. No, no, it's not. It's uh, this one's all about fun. It is. It is. Um, okay, so I think I've said before that uh, Stuart Imanen is uh, probably my favorite comic book artist currently working. Right. Uh, if not, he's definitely in my top five. Right. Maybe even top two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple weeks ago, we reviewed uh, Superman's Secret Identity, which was uh, drawn by him. And uh, I loved his art in that, and you not so much. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think as a whole, though, because uh, I love Super- Superman's Secret Identity. Right. And, uh, spoiler, I love Next Wave, too. Yeah. And uh, I would say in the the uh, Stuart Imanen uh, portfolio, uh, in his resume, <laughs> right. uh, there are not two different books than Superman's Secret Identity. And next wave. Oh yeah, like visually, and everything and to its core. Yeah, yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Like not just like how different of a superhero genre it is, right. but like visually, they are like you would not know it's the same artist, but, but it doesn't look like he's. But at the same time, there's still like similarities. Like like you can, I think you can look at Superman's Secret Identity and this and pick out things that. That, clearly that Stuart Ibanez. Time together. See, yeah. I'm not as familiar with his work to be able to do that, like, just in memory. Right. If I had Superman and this side-by-side, side, I could probably, like, pick out, like, oh, okay, that, that you know, kind of runs a similarity thing there. But, but yeah, I mean, they're so different, I would never have guessed that was the same artist if, you know. If you didn't know. If I didn't know, like, right. the name of the, yeah. <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. And it doesn't look like he's... You know, just proficient at one of those styles, and he's like, you know, somehow making it work with the other one. It right. looks like he's knocking it out of the park on both of those styles. Right. Just one of those is not a style that I'm I'm really a fan of. Sure. You know? Right. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. 
but you know, yeah, but you cannot definitely say that you know, it's not that he failed at the other one. Yeah, and he just tried something different. No, right. Yeah. He's just like, I mastered that. I'm gonna master something different. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty impressive, Stu. Can I call you Stu? Probably not. Probably not. No. Yeah, <laughs> especially not since my cohort's trying to hack into your bank files, as we established earlier, to find find out his oh, page rate. Right. Yeah. Um. No. But uh. Wow. Yeah. Super. Super good book. Yeah. I really liked it. I'm glad. Yeah. Because because I was one of those uh, few people that was uh, that had probably recommended this to you at yeah. that point. Yep. And also probably one of, like, the four people at your shop who was buying this. Yeah, I remember it not selling amazing at our store. Like, tapering off as it goes. And, yeah. Um, someone's like, oh, it's a number one that has Captain Marvel and Machine Man. Maybe that'll go with something. Right. <laughs> uh, I think that's also part of the problem with this book, I think. Uh, especially with uh, your, your average Marvel Comics uh, fan. Is that uh, every single character in this is uh, not a major character? Uh, I mean, I'm sure each one has their own fans, right? Know, but but uh, they're, I would say, safe to definitely call them C-listers. Yeah, if yeah. not D-listers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you got who you got, Captain Marvel. Yeah, well, but it, it, she was Captain Marvel, right? Photon. It, yeah, Photon is her yeah. name in this book. Uh, she is uh, the uh, the uh, the black lady, uh, Captain Marvel, who eighties, uh, yeah, mid to late eighties. Yeah, when she was like West Coast Avengers, maybe or something. Uh, I mean, as we know, she was once the leader of the Avengers. I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> she, she mentions time and time again in the in the next wave series. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't remember which iteration of the Avengers she was on, but. Uh, yeah, that was uh, Monica Rambeau. That's when, that's that character we're talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the seven or eight Captain Marvels that have been around. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Elsa Bloodstone. Right. From uh, we read that other series with her in it yes. last last year, a couple years ago. Yeah, something like that. The Legion of Monsters. Yeah. She uh, appeared in that. I think she was also. Uh, I think she had her uh, mini series like in the early two thousands. Oh yeah, Bloodstone. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, which I read that and I used to own. I apparently don't anymore. Hmm. I enjoyed it when it was around, but it was more cheesecakey than anything right. else. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what it looked like. Yeah. Uh, Machine yeah. Man. Machine Man. Uh, which I never would have. Fifty one. I never liked Machine Man, but I love him in this series. Oh, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was never a Machine Man fan, uh, outside of some Barry Windsor Smith art. Right. Uh, Sound. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, you know, definitely. He's got to be one of the oddest characters Marvel yeah. ever had, right. considering that he came out of the adaptation of the movie two thousand one, <laughs> A Space Odyssey. You know what I always thought of Machine Man? I always thought he looked like. A like fifth year He Man villain from Masters of the Universe. Like he looks like somebody that, like man, we just need somebody new toy line. Let's like a robot with stretchy arms. All right, print it. You know. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you know, He Man was was had a Kirby influence to it. Oh yeah, and it was a Kirby character. Mm -hmm. 
Because, uh, yeah, because Jack Kirby <laughs> did the comic adaptation of 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. And introduced Machine Man to the world <laughs> via that. How weird is all that? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but this version of Shimon way different. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We also have uh, Tabby Smith, uh, aka Boom Boom, aka Boomer, from uh, the New Mutants and uh, X Force. As I say, was she an X Force? She was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's on the first iteration of the team. Right. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then a brand new character called the Captain. <laughs> and he's hilarious. He's great. <laughs> Do you think he's like Warren Ellis writing himself into the comic? Because he does that a lot, doesn't he? He does, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say if anyone in this book is Warren Ellis, it's got to be Elsa Bloodstone. Oh, really? I okay. think so, yeah. Because, I mean, she was kind of a... Uh, she's British. like slate before right. this, so you know. I think he he didn't. She's British, so I think he just yeah. That's that's who he was writing through in this right. series. But I'm sure parts of the Captain are also a little bit right. you know, Warren Ellis too. Like when he talks about Captain America sticking a bar of soap in his mouth when he curses in front of him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that one of his code names at one point was uh, probably Captain Fuck. Yeah, because it's it's blanked out with skulls right. when it, you, the curse words are. There's a lot of swearing in this book, but yeah, it's all uh, skulls whenever they show up. Right. So it's up to you to guess what those swear words which might is, be. Which is fun. Oh yeah. I, I played a game where like sometimes I would I would try two different ones and uh-huh. I'd see which see one which I liked one better. better. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of it's like the Mad Libs sort of. Sort of. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm guessing uh, the captain was Captain Fuck. Captain yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh man, Captain like, Cunt. Captain Cunt. That's just start to say. Yeah, Maybe yeah. it's Captain Cunt because it's alliterative, like comic book heroes usually. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh, Captain Cunt. Uh, and then later on, we get his origin, and uh, a couple a couple times we get his origin. We learn a little bit about him, and uh, at one point in time, he basically was uh, every captain in the Marvel universe that wasn't Captain America <laughs> or Marvel. Uh, right. Yeah. Until you know, he found out some of those names had been taken, and right, got yeah. sued, and. Like by a plumber, I think was one of them. Captain Ultra. Captain Ultra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of like. I mean, and that isn't to say there isn't a shitload of action in this book. It's almost all action. There's tons of action, but there's a lot of like that sort of awesome behind the scenes superhero interplay, like that the Tick made so oh, yeah. you know important to fans of you know superheroes that were getting bored with superheroes. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. There's a there's a, like a lot of both in this book. Um, I think there's even one issue towards the end where there's like six double splash pages in, splash pages in a row. Yep. Which uh, was amazing. <clears throat> it was a ploy to get people to buy six copies <laughs> of the book so, so they could hang them all up in a row. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and see the one big scene as it was supposed to be played out. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Like yeah. just like like even those scenes, they're just uh, fighting their way through uh, this. Uh, is, is, is it the the empty city that they're in? Yeah, the state. The sure. state, yeah, state fifty one. Yeah, yeah, state fifty one. Uh, the yeah, the floating uh, city of the Beyond Corporation, 
uh, formerly known as Silence, which is a terrorist group that bought out the anti-terrorist group Hate, which Next Wave works for. Right. Worked for until they discovered all this and went out on their own. Right. They were like, once they found out that this company that they worked for was actually going to be testing weapons of mass destruction all over the U.S., right. they were like, this is not good. Let's stop them. And that's basically the whole miniseries is like, yeah. it's kind of like one giant video game of them like oh, yeah. beating all the bosses and like getting to the, to the main level. Yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the next wave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, or, uh, I saw Warren Ellis once say that it is, uh, his run on the authority, uh, but stripping out all of the plot, all of the character development, uh, or the emotion from those stories. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I liked the authority, but I think I like this better. I oh, mean, yeah. like, other than, I will say, like, Frank Quietly and Art Adams, to me, just kind of beat out beat out Imanen. But that's just personal opinion. Well, they're great. Yeah. Uh, but they also didn't work with Warren Ellis. Oh, they didn't? No. They were doing, what, the Mark Millar ones? Yeah. Uh, okay. Brian Hitch and Warren Ellis were, were the originators of the authority. Well, I would much rather have seen Imanen than Hitch. Yeah. yeah because that is what I... I've never... I mean, like, he's good at what he does, but what he does is not what I like. I am with you, yeah. and I would argue to say that he is really not that good at what he does. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I don't enjoy it. I definitely don't enjoy it. Nah. It's just too too realistic, you mm-hmm. know? I'm not a fan. Yeah. Not a fan of a Brian Hitch. Mm. Used to be, back when he was closer to aping Alan Davis. Yeah. And before he started getting super photo referencing. Uh, but, yeah, I'm... Uh, and I'd say his authority stuff was closer to the Alan Davis type uh, work that he right. was originally doing. Until he got on the Ultimates. Right, yeah. There's a really good jab at uh, Millar and Hitch's Ultimates. Oh, this, yeah. Where, where uh, Bloodstone has, what, she has like an E for Europe on her chest on a t-shirt. <laughs> She's like, what do you think this E stands for? America! Right. <laughs> that was great. Because that was one of the like only five Ultimate comics I ever read, so yeah. I was like, I get that joke. Yeah. I get that reference. I also got that reference, yeah. and uh, I enjoy anything that makes fun of the Ultimates. And Mark Millar. And Mark Millar, yeah. yeah. Uh, which we might talk about later, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about uh, General Hate? Yeah, no, uh, General Anger. General Anger, yeah. General. Dirk Anger. Dirk Anger, he works for Hate. Yeah, he is the, the, the leader of hate. Which is uh, the... Oh, shoot. <laughs> anti-terrorist... The, the highest anti-terrorist... Something or other. Highest anti-terrorism effort. Yeah, highest anti-terrorism effort. Hate. Yes. Hate. Uh, yeah, he's... Uh, he is... Uh, he's Nick Fury without any boundaries. Yeah, I was going to say, he kind of reminds me of... Um, the guy from Venture Brothers, the, the Hunter S. Thompson character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that guy's uh, name? General Gathers. Yeah, it kind of yeah. reminds me of that guy. Yeah, yeah. He is, uh, yeah, he is a suicidal, uh, depressed, uh, madman in, uh, in charge of an entire, uh, anti-terrorism organization that, as we have established, is owned by a terrorism organization. <laughs> right. 
and he's kind of like really upset that next to him have left hate. Yeah. And uh, he's kind of going after him. Yeah. And losing his mind. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's it, it he's wonderful. He is awesome. Yeah. Like one of my favorite scenes is uh, there's at one point in the story where he's vomiting into a toilet and he accidentally hits the uh, bidet switch and it just sprays all the vomit back out on his face. So I was like, oh my gosh, that is one of the worst things I could possibly imagine happening. You know, as far as like non-lethal things happening right, yeah. to a man, that would be one of the worst. Uh, my favorite scene of his is when he is uh, sitting in the uh, giant gun chair with the barrel <laughs> twisted to point at him. Uh. Yeah, it's a really well-drawn gun. It is. It's yeah. like this giant revolver with a seat on the back, and yeah, the barrel like loops back around and points it right in his face. Yeah. It's great. I would uh, go ahead and say that uh, everything in this book is well-drawn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a beautiful comic. It is. It is uh, everything that I wish I could do when drawing. Really? Yeah. Can you just swipe it all? Oh, I could. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, then I'd feel bad. No, not when you looked at your awesome artwork. He <laughs> <laughs> read Stuart Eyman's awesome yeah. artwork. That's Whatever, yeah. however you want to define it. <laughs> uh, yeah, as much as I love Stuart Eyman and, and and you know pretty much unconditionally, this is I think my favorite thing that he does. Yeah, like ever like, okay. like I love the super cartoony. Does he do that style in any other books? Cause Not really, like 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 he's doing all new X Men now, and, and it's yeah, close style, but it's more traditional superhero than this is, right? Because I mean, this definitely has like a super animated look to it. Oh yeah, you know? uh, but I mean, but but it's still him. Yeah. Right. There's uh, still those elements that right. define his art. Right. But yeah, he's yeah, he's amazing. Um I'm super impressed with this. It's just Yeah. Uh, like the splash pages to to have that sort of cartoony style and to be able to, to rock the splash page like that is right. is really impressive. And, uh, and I'm sure the cartoony style is yet another reason why uh, fans everywhere just ignored in this book. Right. Which yeah. is so goddamn sad. I know, right? It's so weird. It's like, <sighs> why can't why can't people realize? Like they go, they're like, man, I love my, you know, you know, my Brian Hitch Ultimates, and they go home and they read their, you know, uh, Charles Schultz Peanuts. And it's like, you know, you like both of those styles. Yeah. What if somebody sort of melds them? Yeah, what's so, wrong with that? Uh, I don't think that the people who love the uh, Brian Hitch Ultimates were going home and reading the Peanuts. They probably read it in the morning and they eat breakfast. Oh, yeah, sure, but I don't think they think of it. Right. Yeah, like like it just it's nothing to them. Right. It's more like a. It's a style reserved for comic strips that you ignore in the morning when you're eating your cereal. You're half awake, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, but God damn it! Don't let it get near my superheroes. Yeah, your serious literature. Right. Yeah. 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 Hey, I'm not I'm not casting judgment. Do what you want, people. No, I'm casting judgment. But just know that there's so many good things out there that you might be missing out on. I am casting judgment. And that if you are so narrow-minded that your stupid, <laughs> retarded fucking superhero comics can only be super dark and gritty and realistic, fuck you and 
leave the hobby. <laughs> Go watch fucking movies. I don't know. Right. You probably don't even enjoy movies. <laughs> uh, everything has to be so realistic. And yeah. Per- and perfect. Just go watch The Dark Knight over and over and over again <laughs> because it's done by real people. So that's as, as realistic as you can get. It's true. Right. I mean, you can't get more realistic than an actual person dressed up like Batman. I know, I wonder sometimes if, you know, because a lot of those artists do take photo reference. I sure. mean, obviously. And even Stuart Abbott. Oh, yeah. But yeah. then, like, they take liberties and make it their own. Sure. Yeah. But I wonder if it was just, like, literally just photos of people dressed up like, you know, Batman and Superman and Spider-Man. Like, would people buy those comics? Uh, probably not. Yeah. Uh, I do remember, uh, speaking of, uh, the, the aforementioned Mark Miller, mm-hmm. uh, do you remember the series 1985? 1980, oh, yeah, yeah, that's <clears throat> right, yeah. Originally supposed to be a photo comic. Really? And I think he had actually worked with someone that they, they shot, like, actors dressed up as superheroes and then whatever... Uh, you know, like like pages worth of story. Really? And then abandoned it. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. yeah it's still out there online. Huh. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was actually talking about this to our friend Matt Brassfield, and uh, we went out online and then looked at them, and yeah, there's like... Wow. Uh, yeah, like a page of a fat dude painted green and looking <laughs> like the Hulk, yeah. So when they... when uh, who, who was it? Was it the guy that did EarthX that did that? Uh, I think it was Tommy Lee Edwards. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know who did. I was thinking of Leon. John Paul. Leon. John Paul. Yeah. Um, but when he did the comic, did he take those photos and just draw yeah, over them? Somebody, no, uh, I think he just drew whatever. Yeah, he his did own there. style. Okay, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, and then, like, even though I was suggesting that, I didn't think people would actually buy photo comics, but I, I feel like... I, I feel like that's what they're basically asking the artist to do is like it draw like it, yeah. draw it so realistic that it's like a photograph. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, why don't you just have them take fucking photographs? You know, like all the people who, for whatever reason, love Greg Land. Right. Like, like. Yeah. And, and you know, like I don't, and like you know, I I realize everybody has their own opinion and it's art, but I just I can't understand why why why. I don't know, the general comic buying public is unaccepting of, like, just all these fun styles of artwork. Like, even, even like, even this, like, Next Wave, like, I'm sure, as you mentioned earlier, a lot of people that didn't buy it, you know, it was because they, they were like, this is way too cartoony. Mm-hmm. That's just baffling to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And especially with someone like Stuart Diamond, who was proven, you know... That he's a quality artist. He's a quality artist, he's diverse. Yeah. You know, he, he can tackle many different styles and that he would just you know get ignored because of the style that he chose for this book which fits this book so perfectly yeah can you imagine if like he had painted this like the superman style it would right. just lose something oh yeah. yeah it would but you know at the same time though uh you know, speaking of john paul leon uh there's an issue uh in this uh, series i think it's issue 10 <laughs> that uh where a uh, good portion of the cast is uh, uh, viewing their, their these alternate realities. <laughs> it's amazing. It's an amazing sequence, and it's uh, like uh, Captain Marvel, the Captain, uh, Elsa Bloodstone, and uh, Machine Man are all experiencing like these these alternate versions of themselves, and they're all drawn in the style of 
other artists. Right. Uh, the Captain Marvel, like I, I'm guessing, that was kind of a Paul Pope, Paul Popeish type of style. Yeah, I guess I hadn't uh, I hadn't thought of Paul Pope, but I could see that. Uh, let me find it. Uh, yeah. Like, well, that's the first thing that popped out to me. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Uh, you know, just kind of brushy and then cartoony. And wild, wild angles and yeah. things like that. Uh, and then there's the, the Machine Man sequence, which is uh, done like a Dan Klaus comic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, like, I read the Captain, you know, under the title Captain Universe. Uh, and I was, like, it looks a lot like Ibanen's super Secret, Secret Identity, Identity right. uh, style, but... I think it's actually supposed to be his riff on the John Paul Leon type okay. style. Uh, just like heavy blacks and, uh, you know, very, very thick looking. Right. Yeah. Very moody. Yeah. And then the, the Elsa Bloodstone, which is uh, <laughs> done in uh, Mike Mignola style. Perfect, too. Perfectly done. Like, yeah. the, like when I first turned the page and saw those castles, I was like, oh my god, they got Mignola to draw this sequence. <laughs> like, they really got Mignola to right. draw this. But, yeah. but no, it's just... A perfect, yeah. Uh, even the Klaus thing, like uh, I think, even when I first saw that, I was like, "They get Dan Klaus to draw." Right, right. Uh, yeah, because I guess maybe we shouldn't spoil who it was, but a classic Marvel character <laughs> appears, as many do in this series. Uh-huh. There's lots of like classic Marvel characters that make cameos, but a classic character, yeah, he like gives them glimpses into these other right. uh, ultimate versions of themselves, basically. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so fun. Uh, yeah, just a, just a shame. Uh, I mean, again, I don't know that this book would have been the same had Warren Ellis left, you know, right. and just handed it to someone else. Uh, Maybe but, in the right hands. Uh, yeah. I, like, I'm sure it would have been different, but it could have like been its own other cool thing. Sure, yeah. But yeah, I don't think they could have. Right. Like this is like clearly something that Warren Ellis and Warren Warren Ellis was loving to do. It wasn't like right. they're like, here's a story you should work on, and then we'll get you another one. I mean, right, it was right. like he was really into this. It was, yeah, definitely a pet project for him. I think, uh, and it sort of comes out of that sore, uh, like his. Like, like, he's never been shy about saying how much he doesn't particularly care for superhero comics. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's definitely him cherry-picking the, the stuff that he does love. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I totally appreciate that because, like, we were making fun of Mark Millar a little bit earlier. If he would have done this, it would have been just, like, shitting in your face. Oh, yeah. You know, that you he can't believe you still read superhero comics. Right. But Warren Ellis is like, no, they can be fun, and this one is... You know, I'm just what I'm going to do is bring it back to being fun. Right. And, I mean, he's making fun of it, too. Right. But He's know, having fun with it. Exactly, yeah. Like he's just saying that, you know, superhero comics are big, dumb, and stupid sometimes. Right. And here is me doing a big, dumb, stupid superhero comic. But in the funnest way oh, possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not just like, yeah, not, yeah, not like so bad that it's fun, but like. Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazingly yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's some great action scenes and character banter. And right. Like, uh, it didn't happen, you know, this time around reading it, but I remember, you know, reading the very first issue, uh, like, picking it up, and then, like, me and my girlfriend went to go do laundry and just reading it in the laundromat and laughing out loud. All right. Yeah. You know, at Thin Fang Foom and his purple <laughs> underpants. Right. Yeah. And, like, when Machine Man has to come out of his asshole. Yep. Yeah. 
and, and even then, like, like I gave my girlfriend the comic because she was like, well, what are you laughing at? And like, I let her read it and she laughed out loud. <laughs> and then she was a fan. Right. You know what I mean? Just. It's one of those infectious, fun books. Yeah. You hand it to somebody and they like it. Uh huh. Except not everybody, apparently. Yeah. Well, maybe those people just didn't get a copy handed to them. No. This person got a copy handed. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Your lady friend. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, I think she would like it if she read it. <laughs> she just forgot to read it. <laughs> I mean, in, in, in her defense, what, she didn't have it, but what, like a couple days? What, uh, like, uh, probably six months. Oh, well, then, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's 12 of them. Who could be expected to read 12 comics in six months? That's like twice as often as it came out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Awesome. It was, it was awesome. Thank you for making me read this again. Uh, you know what? It was funny because I bought these like a while back when Mavericks had a, a bundle of them on sale. And, uh, and then like the very following gutter trash episode you you picked uh superman secret identity uh-huh. and this was going to be my next pick then but i was like oh we just picked a we just read an iman book i'll wait a while right. so so uh so it's your your own damn fault that we would didn't read it earlier well, it's not like i had those books with me anyway <laughs> right that's true yeah you couldn't have couldn't have read them <laughs> but yeah i'm i was really impressed with it and uh and next week it'll when it's on my ebay account you should totally bid on it <laughs> <laughs> well, that's sad. Now, I'm gonna get rid of a lot of a lot of my books. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have well, you're having a situation right now. Uh, yeah, I could use a little cash, a little scratch. <laughs> well, I will continue to hold on to mine, and if you ever feel like you want to reread them, I will let you borrow them. Actually, I think Kathleen wanted to borrow yours. Oh, okay. Okay, if you don't mind. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, yeah that's no problem. Yeah, you've read them recently. Yeah. You don't need That's them for true. another year. Because uh, uh, we did talk about maybe having her on, uh, if assuming she that she had read them. Or, I mean, right. she had them for so long. Right. <laughs> uh, and then like we uh, even talked about having my, my ex on. Uh, cause, cause the laundromat she, lady. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause she, uh, she, she enjoys this book as well. She read the whole thing before. She uh, has the, uh, the two hardcovers, Ooh, which collect nice. the entire series, and... One of them even has a Stuart Eminent autograph with a little head sketch in it. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Of the cat. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's Dirk Anger. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Either way. Whatever. Pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, great. Next wave. Go find a copy. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Rediscover a lost classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm down with that. All right. Take a break? Sure.
Get her trash. Hello. Hey. How are you? I'm all right. Did you enjoy your break? There. I, I did enjoy my break. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. I uh, took a trip cross country. Oh. Did yeah. you? Yeah. What? Yeah. Where was I? Oh, you were doing whatever you were doing. Yeah, I was drinking water. Oh. I went to the water fountain. <laughs> well, did I mean, stuff. You know, we all got to do what we all got to do. Did you have any adventures? Not really. No. This is a pretty uneventful drive. Right. Yeah, it's like pretty much just came right back. Okay. So you're planning to go cross country. It's like you were only gone like six minutes. No, I went cross country. Okay. Three there and three back. Oh, okay. It's, it's yeah, not. Drove out to California and there's just nothing there uh-huh. for me. So, it's oh. like, right. I've never been out west. I mean, not that far out west. Really? I'd kind of like to visit California sometime. How far out west have you gone? Indiana? Nebraska. <laughs> I went to Nebraska a couple of years ago. Uh, I have uh, I have been to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've talked about it. Yeah. yeah it was fun. That's how, is that how you got your fortunes? That is how I made my fortune. <laughs> I just took my check from Kinko's straight to a casino. said, let it ride. <laughs> and they were like, hey, you just lost everything. Yeah. <laughs> And then I came back. <laughs> and three minutes. Right? Three minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a theme. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah, that's as far west as I've gone, which is pretty far west. I just had somebody just invite me to California uh, uh, like a week ago. One of my friends, he lived here forever, and we you know, like played Dungeons and Dragons here and everything when I was a kid. And uh, he moved out there, and he's like, hey, you should come out to San Jose sometime. And I haven't written him back yet because... Uh, like, you know, granted, I have some free time, sure. but I'm not flying to San Jose. Like, <laughs> like maybe if, like, you know, the East Coast and the Midwest were, like, crumbling into the ocean, I would maybe get into a plane to escape. But for a vacay? No. No. So, I don't know. 
just not into it. Not into the flight thing. Did you feel safe when you were flying? Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it? I don't like it. But, you know, yeah. I wasn't nervous about it. Really? I would be nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it because, you know, you're stuck with people that you might necessarily not want to be around. (laughs) Such as the old man who kept standing up and sticking his ass in my face. Oh. Or the two old ladies next to me who wouldn't stop trying to talk to me the entire way. Oh, yeah. Or the football team in the back of the plane that was just going to Vegas to get fucking drunk! <laughs> they could do that in their hometown. They could, yeah. yeah. Cheaper, cheaper, probably. Probably, yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, those old ladies, maybe they were nervous. See, I would be those old ladies. I'd be talking to you and people yeah. people with the same attitude about strangers talking to them, mm-hmm. and I would just have a terrible time because they would, they would, you know, beat me up or mentally abuse me. I put on my headphones and tried my best to ignore everyone. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like a good plan. Yeah. My I, flight back was fine, though. Mm-hmm. I just had my whole road to myself. Nice. That and, is cool. And I watched... Uh, I think it was called The Replacements, a uh, football movie with uh, Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman, oh, wow. I believe. Oh, I don't know uh, that one. Uh, huh. It was fine. Yeah, I mean, it's like an eight-hour flight, so, you know. All right. Just figure, hey, I'll watch a movie. That's uh, fine. Yeah. And it was also late at night, so I slept a little. I couldn't even imagine an eight-hour flight. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, my ass was sore. Yeah. But again, had the whole road of myself, so it wasn't too bad. I mean, if you have to fly, I'd really recommend getting the whole road yourself. <laughs> Does that cost extra? Uh, in this instance, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just kind of lucked out. Yeah. Right. Uh, this was also pre-9-11. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it was also uh, early December, and I was heading from Vegas to Dayton. So it's not exactly a little yeah. the plane was full of people. Right, right. like, yeah. hot dog, we're going to Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> right, right. Uh, um, the, the, well, I was, wasn't really going to Dayton. I was going to Cleveland, taking a flight from Cleveland to Dayton. Uh, that was not fun. I don't recommend that at all. No. Uh, small planes. Oh, right, right. Small planes are not good. More shaky. Probably. A little shaky. Yeah. 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 Uh, I uh, was uh, on the way from Dayton to Cleveland to Vegas. I was uh, nauseated uh, as I flew on the tiny, tiny plane. Mm-hmm, right. Uh, mostly during the, the landing part. Uh, I really felt like I was going to vomit. Uh, did not, but still was not a good deal. I, I would have to be... Pretty tipsy when I got on the plane and for the whole ride. The big planes are fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even notice really anything. Maybe your ears pop, but right. big planes, no problem whatsoever. No. If you can make it to a trip where you only have to be on a big plane, you're going to be great. Right. Yeah. Sleep, you can read, listen to your music, whatever. Right. You go to the bathroom? They let you up for the bathroom? They can. They do. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, admittedly, I haven't flown anywhere since uh, post-9-11, so I don't know all the the new things that are, are around there for your safety. Right. 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 I'm sure there's, yeah, I'm sure there's some uh, variations. But well, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe eventually, but I, I just have 
I have nothing that's convincing me that I need to uh, travel anywhere that requires flight. Uh, life experience. Hmm. You're missing out on some great experiences in life. Eh, I could watch the Travel Channel. No, you can't because it's all ghost shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes Channel 16 has uh, what's it called? Um, Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. mostly takes place in the convention hall. <laughs> In different parts of the world, just because the name Roadshow is in it. Um, no, it's a. Uh, oh, what the fuck is that show called? I love it. It's a. Uh, oh. Whatever it is, it's not the same as going. <laughs> it's better. No. It is better. Nope. Well, if I go to San Jose, I'll miss a a week of uh, you know hanging out in Dayton. Yeah. 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 So there'd be no podcast that week or no drawing night. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. All right, because I'd have something to talk about when I got back. Sure. I mean, it's not like you haven't left before. That's true. Toronto, Nebraska, Chicago, wherever. You, you've been gone before. Yeah, right, right. Uh, this is just a slightly longer distance than you've been gone before. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I doubt if I'll make I it. I mean, right, you can't do it now because you have no money or a job. This is right. <laughs> I know the guy doesn't even know that. I haven't talked to him yet. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. But you know, should you get one of those eventually? But but then should, uh, take th a trip that's somewhere. the irony. If you have a job, you can't leave because you have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you uh, you eventually find a job that uh, lets you travel. Pays me to like try out airplanes and stuff. Well, no, I don't think that job exists. <laughs> but you know, travel for business, whatever. Right. Right. Such as, I have had the opportunity stolen from me to do. Yeah, that's right. You don't think that'll ever, uh, you know, rematerialize? No, I don't think so. Uh, I, think, uh, I think we're we're out of the business of sending people to places. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's too bad. Yeah. Hmm. Although, well, one of our people just had to drive to Florida Friday. For the, for the job? For the, sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of. It's a long drive. Yes. Yes, it is. It's like 15 hours or whatnot? Uh, probably. Yeah. I know it's about 12 hours to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Florida is uh, a, a little further down. Great. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, that, like a whole week of that, Florida, for huh? your buddy? What? For your coworker? A whole week down there? Or is that just like driving down and coming right back? I have no idea. Uh, but he was gone Friday. That's all I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, no, he was gone Thursday. Never mind. Because yeah. Yeah. I didn't work Friday. Yeah. So maybe he was back by Friday. I don't know. That'd be a terrible little trip. Uh-huh. Wow. Hmm. I, don't, uh, I don't even like driving to my job in one go without making <laughs> or, some sort of stop. Right. That's like an hour. Right. Yeah. 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 Hmm. This has been travel talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've done some, not a lot. Globe Trekker, that's the name of that show. It just popped in my head. <laughs> it's a really good show. Um, yeah. So, uh, what else has been going on? Not much. Saw some movies recently. Ooh, movies are good. Yeah, yeah. Usually, at least. Sometimes. Sometimes they can be. Yeah. Uh, now let's see, uh, the, uh, Rift Tracks, uh, Starship Troopers, uh, show on, uh, Thursday night with, uh, my friends Joe and Amanda. That was, uh, a lot of fun. Cool. Cool. Good movie. 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know, I know there was a riff tracks taking place over, but you've seen it before, right? Nope. So, so even though the riff tracks was, could you tell that you would have enjoyed it without? I probably would not have. Enjoyed really, it you don't think so? Because mm-hmm. I almost picked that once for gutter trash pick. I, I, I actually, wouldn't have vetoed it. I actually like that movie. Yeah, well, I know some people do. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's uh, opened in the theaters when I worked at a movie theater, and had numerous opportunities to see it for free, and never did. Right. Because it just did not look. Interesting or good to me. I thought it was fun. I I do have a friend, another Eric, who uh, is, Eric. <laughs> he's a he's a big Robert Heinlein fan. And he said he's like if you've read the book, you would not like the movie. Right. He's like he's like the book is just a million times better. I've uh, was I was looking into it uh, actually uh, earlier today, and uh, it appears that the book is very different than what the movie is. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Um, that happens. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was. You know, I mean, that movie came out in, like, 1997, something like that, and uh, I was pretty impressed that the special effects of it really held up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I've seen recent movies that don't have as right. good effects as uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah, did. I remember yeah. the aliens being really impressive. Yeah. 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 yeah, they held up. They were really good. Uh, the movie itself, no, I probably couldn't have sat through it without a, uh, a roof tracks. Really? Yeah. But it had sort of a, you know... It didn't take itself too seriously. No, and I mean, you know, like, there were certainly times where I know me and Joe laughed where there was no actual riffing going on. <laughs> All right, right. You know? <laughs> but, no, nah, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it. Uh, uh, it, it. It seemed a little long. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been a uh, decade since I've watched it, so I don't know. I'll have to give it a shot sometime. Again, if I had every opportunity in the world to see it for free and I didn't take it, you know, especially at a time in my life where I would have loved that type of movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. Chances are, yeah, yeah. A little too little too late. Yeah. Uh, then I went to see uh, Elysium uh, yesterday. That was uh, quite good. The uh, Matt Damon uh, film, uh, the the newest one from uh, Neil Blomkamp, who uh, directed District Nine. Yeah. It's uh, a good movie. It was a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Wait, you didn't see Elysium. Oh, I was talking about District 9. Oh, yeah. 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 No, yeah, District 9 is, is a very good movie. Uh, I love that movie. And Elysium? Eh. Elysium was good. Yeah. Uh, not as good as District 9, but, but it was good. It was very good. Did it make you cry? Uh, no. Because District 9 is like it makes you feel bad, sort of. Uh, no, it doesn't. Oh, yeah, it made me feel bad. It did make me feel bad. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, uh, Elysium uh, did not make me cry or make me feel bad at all. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It, so it's but like I also don't have emotions. So oh, we've cried on like half the movies we've watched. <laughs> I know I cried during Stripes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're like John Larroquette's performance is just out of control. It's amazing. Uh, and then uh. So after uh, Elysium, I then uh, uh, went to go see another movie. Yeah. Uh, that I uh, maybe did not pay for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, called Kick Ass Two. Kick Ass Two. Yeah. Uh, based on a comic by the numerously mentioned Mark Miller. Right. Uh, in this episode, anyway. Um. 
And, uh, yeah, it was, wasn't great. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what I was thinking when I saw ads for it. I yeah. don't know. Like, like, I, th- I think you mentioned there's no, uh, you mentioned to me before, you know, before we did this that there's no Nicolas Cage and that seemed like one of the major things that would make me not really care to see it. Right. Um, I, I really, really liked the first movie. Uh, I've never read the comics. I have zero desire to read the comics because I don't think Mark Miller is a very good writer. Right. And he does not make things that I want to read because, uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. It's like as he's just shitting in your mouth whenever he writes. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, he just despises his fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the Gigi Allen of comics. Kind of, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sure he would love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he'd be like, fuck you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I did enjoy the, the first movie. And, uh, when I saw the trailers for this one, I was, yeah, I don't really care. Like, it, just nothing about the trailer, you know, said, hey, you should see this. Right. It's like an yeah. unnecessary sequel. Right, yeah. Uh,. Uh, but then, you know, like, uh, I heard that, uh, well, I saw a, a just a quickie review written by, uh, a movie podcast that, that I enjoy, and they, they generally seem to have a pretty good view on some things here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, more often than not, I agree with them than I don't. Uh, they said, uh, Kick-Ass 2 was great, so I said, eh, you know, uh, looked at the times when I was gonna go see Elysium. Said, well, Kick-Ass 2 starts almost right after I get out of Elysium. <laughs> I'm just going to sneak in. Not to uh, not give Mark Miller any of my money. Good for you. Uh, and uh, see this movie. And if I like it, then, you know, bonus. Uh, and if I don't like it, then I only wasted time. <laughs> right. And I only wasted time. Yeah. See? Yeah. So what if, what happens if you did really like it? Would you go see it again and pay money? Uh, I'd buy it on Blu-ray. Okay, well, yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. But yeah. uh, I will not be buying this on Blu-ray. Did you stay for the entire film? I did not. Yeah. Uh, because I really had to pee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought about it. Like, like I sat through parts of the credits, and I was like, my desire to pee is really overweighing my desire to see whatever happens at the end of the credits. Oh, okay, so you stayed pretty far then. Uh-huh. Like, I thought maybe, like, halfway through you left or something. Oh, no, yeah, I watched the whole movie. Okay, no, yeah. yeah. I don't leave movies. <laughs> I mean, if it's bad and you're by yourself. Yeah, but it wasn't terrible. Okay. It, it wasn't insultingly bad. Right. I mean, it was just mediocre. Right. Just entirely mediocre. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, also, I don't leave bad movies either. Right. Except Spawn. I love that. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. I wish I would have. Yeah. Uh, I, about 10, 20 minutes into that, I was like, yeah, I'm out. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty... Like, I probably would have lasted halfway without, you know, leaving. But right. I was with a couple of friends, and I was like, ah, I gotta, I gotta sit through the whole thing. Uh, I sat through The Crow 2. And then, like, a day later, a friend I was hanging out with said that he wanted to go see it. And I was like, eh, all right. I didn't like the movie, but sure, I'll sit through again just to hang out with my friends. And, like, 30 minutes in, he looked at me. He's like, you want to leave? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, he should have paid for your ticket. <clears throat> it was free. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's much better. S- same with Spock. Free. But, uh... Yeah, all the movies I've ever felt like walking out of were free anyway. So. All right, right. 
Uh, but no, yeah, I won't. Uh, when I'm here and I put in a DVD or something or something on Netflix and like I can tell that it's just going to be awful, I'll stop it. Right. You know, but uh, if I go to the movie theater, I'm going to sit through the whole thing. Right. Yeah. See, I don't know. Like, that's one of my things. Like, I, I don't know that I've left more than maybe one or two movies ever, but um, that's another reason I kind of like going by myself is I don't feel like um, I have to sit there if I do hate it. Like, right. I just if I do hate it, I'll just leave, you know. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I figure, like, I don't see that many movies in the theater anyway. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, I've got a pretty good idea of what I'm going to enjoy or not enjoy, you know, in the first place. Right. You know, or at least, you know, you know, I know what I want to see in the theater and what I don't want to see right, in the theater. Right. And, uh, you know, I'll know that, uh, you know, I'll sit through the whole thing, even if it does wind up being a bad movie. Right. Like, like the Lone Ranger is a movie I probably should have walked out of. <laughs> right. But, well, you, you went by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. I probably would have. But, but I would have, uh, you know, but no, I stayed through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But if I, but, yeah, if I would have rented the Lone Ranger, I probably would have just turned it off. Yeah. Right, yeah. Put it in an old Bella Lugosi movie. Right, right. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, it's Halloween. No, it's not. I've seen Halloween stuff every, everywhere me and Kathleen have went in the last week. I've seen Halloween stuff for sale. I'm like, really? Already? Yeah. I mean, I guess it is only two and a half months away. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, or two months away. Oh, my gosh. It's like almost the end of August. Um, yeah. That's crazy. It is the end of August. That's what I'm saying. It's only two months, not right. not two and a half. Um, well, like uh, the other day, I was driving with my coworker and we passed by uh, a Halloween store. And uh, he's like, already? You know, and uh, my ex girlfriend uh, worked at one for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, at one point, she lost her job and uh, immediately found uh, a part time gig. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, she is, she wound up getting the shot at the Halloween store. Uh, they're op- they're not open, but they're putting together the store in oh, August okay. that to be sense. open by September, mm-hmm. so that people can you know. So they're only open for like two months, basically. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I think they stay open like a week into November just for clearance. Right. Get rid of all their stock. Yeah. What do they do the rest of the year? Uh, it's just an empty store. Wow. Although I think uh, there is a permanent Halloween store uh, open in Centerville. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Uh, took over where uh, I believe H.H. Gregg used to be. Really? Yeah. So is it like Foy's where they sell all kinds of party stuff too? I probably? think so, yeah. 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 I was going to say, how could you sustain, like unless you lived in maybe, I don't know, like a, a huge city where people were always doing costume parties and stuff. You know? Right. Um, but in Dayton, it doesn't seem like a Halloween store could last all year. Yeah. Boys has yeah. existed for decades. That's true. They do all kinds of party stuff and weird novelties. And well, you, know, you never know when you might need a costume. That's true. Uh, you know that movie I shot. We we needed a costume, so it's a boys and I rented one. Yeah, yeah. One of my friends ran, uh, ran a six mile or no twelve mile marathon a couple weeks ago, and she dressed like a skunk when she did it. So that was pretty cool. Why? Because <laughs> her her theory is in life. If there's ever an option 
where you can wear a costume to something and you don't, then you've chosen correctly. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> if you saw the pictures, it was pretty funny. I don't care. I I'll, don't support it. I'll email them to you. Don't support <laughs> it. I don't even support wearing costumes on Halloween. Oh, <laughs> so wait a minute, but if a kid came to your door dressed in like it jeans. Down the steps. <laughs> on Halloween? Uh-huh. If he had jeans and a t-shirt on. Uh-huh. It would be the same as if he was dressed like Pikachu. Uh-huh. Huh. I don't want them on my steps. At all. Well, what if you're at a house where someone is passing out candy? Uh, wouldn't be there. At all. <laughs> I usually go to a bookstore and hide on Halloween. That's right. I remember you did that last year. Yeah. See, I've I lo- been doing I, it every year for like I, six years. I love passing candy out to Halloween kids. Oh, yeah, fuck kids. Get their own goddamn candy. That's what grocery stores are for. You never got Halloween candy when you were a kid? Oh, sure. See? Well, then you're giving back. No. Nope. Back. Oh. Because I'm a grown-up now. Fuck it's a, them. It's your tradition. I don't have kids of my own. I don't give a shit. Aww. Halloween's beautiful. Halloween is satanic. But you should like it even more, you heathen. <laughs> did you go to church today? I did. Oh, okay. Four times. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for you. Good for you. Oh, I'm looking forward to Halloween myself. I'm going to carve some pumpkins. You want to carve a pumpkin with me? Nope. No, it's dirty. It's gross. You're just a... I can't believe... I, I figured after you were talking about how fun Next Wave was that you were a fun-loving dude. <laughs> you should just be reading Ultimates and Kick-Ass. I uh, should be. Um, no, yeah. Uh, Carving Pumpkins is, is gross. It's so much fun, though. No, it's not. Oh. It, is, it is work. It is gross. It's rewarding. No, it's not. Because <laughs> oh. then it rots like a day later. Yeah, but it looks cool as it rots because like there's that face and it's like falling apart and melting. And it's like a horror movie. <laughs> oh, I'd rather just watch a horror movie. You can do that too. You put the pumpkin out with a candle in, it and then you go in and watch the horror movie. Or I can just watch a horror movie without <laughs> having to do any of the work of carving a pumpkin. Right. Any of the messy. Sticky, gross work. It is a little messy. It is a little, little, little gross sometimes, yeah. but I love it. I look forward to it. Last year, I had to carve by myself because no one would carve a pumpkin with because me. Because it's terrible. <laughs> I'm making Kathleen do it with me this year. I hope she finds an excuse to leave you. <laughs> Not permanently, just for just, that day. Just for that day. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> Maybe... Uh, I'll find out when you're going to be doing that and when she agrees to do that, and then I'll uh, uh, schedule an episode of the Stupid Sexy Podcast that day. Oh, well, yeah, because that'll take 18 hours. <laughs> At least four. Oh, yeah. Nah. <laughs> I mean, when you count in all the bathroom and smoke breaks that we usually have right. to take. Yeah. You guys are chain smokers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Now I'm sad. <laughs> You've ruined my Halloween. I didn't ruin anything for you. <laughs> you're still going to do whatever you're going to do. By myself, apparently. Yeah. Because you won't let my girlfriend even do it. You can do it with Joe G. Okay, you think he carves pumpkins? He might. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Yeah. Does Joe like getting messy? 
Uh, probably not. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Joe has fun, but he just—I I don't, I don't see Matt him. Matt Brasfield? Oh, he would probably do it. Yeah, he's there all, you go. he's probably carving a pumpkin right now. Probably. <laughs> he is probably. He's good people, and we can listen to Poison while we do it. It's gonna be fucking great. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I don't need any of you other. Just me and Brasfield, some pumpkins and some flesh and blood, and nothing but a good time, and open up and say, "Ah, oh, whatever, man." It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm uh, totally down to do our Halloween episodes again later this year. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's something. Can we bring our pumpkins, our jack-o'-lanterns on as guests? No. Me and Brassfield. <laughs> I can carve them while we do the show. Not happening. That would be amazing. Here. You can do it at your mom's house. Uh, all right. Uh, as long as I don't have to actually touch a pumpkin or look at a pumpkin. <laughs> well, that might be difficult. I really don't like anything with pumpkins. Really? Yeah. Do you like the It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? Nope. Um, do you like pumpkin pie? Nope. Hate it, actually. Really? The Smashing Pumpkins? Do you like that band? Not a fan. Huh. All right. Um... Huh. Do you like pumpernickel bread? Nope. Because it sounds sort of like pumpkins, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I guess maybe you don't like pumpkins. Nope. I believe you. Huh. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I did my radio interview this past week. You did? Yeah. On the radio. I was on the radio. That was fun. Yeah? Yeah. I enjoyed that. Your voice being broadcast to more than three people at once. Right. Yeah. Wow. What was that like? Uh, well, you know what it was like. Oh. Yeah. But I forget already. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So you're on uh, Kaleidoscope. Yeah. On yeah. WYSO. Yeah, much like you were uh, two months prior. Yeah. 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 Well, they had to build up, you know. Right, yeah. I was, like, the opening act. Right, you space it out. Right, yeah. We're like, uh, we're like two kids in science class who are just causing trouble. They yeah, they, right, us. right, yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to start up an episode of Gutter Trash. Yeah, can you imagine if we were both on there? That would have been bad. Cause that would have been terrible. We would have yeah. started, you know, like, throwing on the cunt words. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. It, it was tough enough to try to not do it on my own. Right, yeah. <laughs> I listened from my home while I was drawing. Yeah. I was actually drawing a Brian John Mitchell comic while listening to nice. you talk about comics. Yeah. It was a really nerdy evening for me. <laughs> it was a really nerdy evening for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I heard you nerd. I heard you mention Chris Claremont and Frank Miller. Yeah. You nerded out. It was yeah, good. Yeah. It was a good times. And I was hanging out with a Matt Brassfield and a Joe Grunenwald. That's uh, even at the nerdier. Same time, and we were drawing jaunty flashes. Yeah, I saw. Talking about Guns N' Roses for some reason. Because uh, Ratchfield was there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a pretty nerd-tastic evening. It was good. Yeah. It was good. And I liked I liked that band that played before you, too. Dirty Bingo? Dirty Bingo. Yeah. I'd never heard of them, but... Uh, uh, not either. I thought they were pretty good. They were pretty good, yeah. Yeah. And Juliet had a good time. Yeah, seems like. She's, she's a good interviewer. She is. Uh, she's a good radio host. Yeah. People should listen to that show. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah it's I, not for me. I like the music. Yeah, I, don't, I figured yeah. you wouldn't like the music that much. Not that much. Although, uh, the song that she played immediately after my interview with her uh, was a cover of uh, an R.E.M. song. Oh, the one I love, yeah. yeah. And I really liked that. Yeah. 
Even though I was in the middle of like talking to her like while it was playing. That was good. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And, yeah, I mean she plays some good music, but for the most part it's it's a lot of like not the type of thing I right. really listen to. It's like kind of sometimes it's indie rock, yeah. sometimes it's like folky. Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean she's a very good host and it's a good show and people like it. Mm-hmm. And, and we were both on it, ruining it. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> soiled it. <laughs> and we tried though. We tried. Yeah, sure, tried to sure. be be good. Uh, and when I can uh, remember to get around to it, I will post a link to the uh, the download. Oh, is it up? Yeah. So. Sweet. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been doing this week. Yeah. yeah. I've been going on bike rides. Yeah. Drawing a lot of comics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I drew an. Penciled and inked an entire Brian John Mitchell comic this week. Yeah, it's good. Forty pages of his comics, which each equals like four and a half pages of a, a real, right, you know, right. real life size comic. But I just finished it last night. Um, I need to get that to him actually, so I'll probably do that this week. Yeah. I've got uh, quite a bit of work that I need to get done myself uh, by the end of the month. Mm-hmm. That uh, I am uh, severely slacking on. Uh, I'm, I'm not being a good. Uh, uh, freelance artist. Oh, uh oh! Don't don't advertise that fact. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get the cash rolling in? Yeah. Well, only some of it's for cash. Some of it is not. Hmm. Sexual mm-hmm. favors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's better than cash. Eh, not when you're poor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think poor people like sex because they do. You see a lot of poor people with kids. Right. And I mean, I'm guessing that it's mostly just a way to pass the time. Right. Because you can't afford to go places or right. do things. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I don't have a poor person willing to participate with me in that. Oh. So. Go to uh, poorpeoplematchmakersonline.com. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can uh, I can take care of myself. Yeah. And uh, Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, continue to do freelance artwork for, for money. To, to have money so right. that I can afford things like gas and groceries. Yeah, if anybody listening wants uh, freelance artwork done, we both do those things. Yeah. And not too expensive, like. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we are reasonable men. We are indeed. We just want to eat some food. Sometimes, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, just some noodles. Yeah. Just would like some noodles yeah. sometimes, man. Yeah. Maybe maybe some sauce on the noodles. Maybe, yeah. Not necessary. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little butter. Yeah. Some Parmesan cheese. Ooh, yeah, cheese. Yeah. Have some cheese. Yeah. I or at least I do because there's no meat in my noodles. Right. So I need I need the protein. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just uh, butter and cheese. Butter and cheese is, is a perfectly fine meal. That sounds well, delicious. For noodles. Yeah. I kind of would maybe want to eat some of that right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, too bad you can't afford uh, it. I know. You're a jobless loser. And no one is buying my. Shitty artwork. <laughs> Actually, I did. I put up an Etsy store and a Society Six store. Why do you have an Etsy store? I told you this already. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna put some on ours too. The more the more you can get out there, the better. That's the way I look at it. You still gotta pay for both of them. Eh, it's like, ah, it's negligible though. It's just some pennies. Well, you know, I mean, you are. Uh, <laughs> I've got a bunch of change in my car. <laughs> That's what I can use that for. This is still upsetting to me. I'm kind of offended. Oh, about what? Uh, about you apparently starting your own Etsy store, even though I started an Etsy store so that we could both put our stuff up there. We were both going to put our stuff up there. Well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know how to do it at home on on yours. To, to, well, I was at home. 
<laughs> you weren't at my house. There's pumpkins all over my house. You won't come over. <laughs> oh. No, I just put I just put my comics on there. I was going to try to put some prints on the one that we have, the gutter trash one. It's for comics, too. Oh, can I put my comics on there? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, help, help support us. Yeah. We like food. Yeah, we do indeed. I, I enjoy uh, traveling to my job. Mm. I don't initially mm-hmm. do that at all. Right. But uh, I need to travel to right, my job. Right. And I need gas for that. Lots of gas. Uh, or you could just send yeah. gallons of gas. Would you draw for gas? I would draw for gas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would, uh, yeah, I would take on some commissions for like a full thing of gas. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think that might be more fun for people. Yeah, maybe. You know. yeah. <laughs> of course, it's more work. They have to go get the gas, get a container. Bring it to me. I think it's illegal to mail gas. You oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They always ask if there's gas in there. And right, I, right. Yeah, I mean, they would have to actually, like, put it in my car because uh, I can't have gas accidentally spilling on my hands. Right, right. Those are your drawing hands. Exactly. Your, your money makers, as you call them. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, just send us money. Yeah. yeah. It's easier for everybody. Probably easier. Right? PayPal. Yeah. Uh, well, I have to take a pee break really badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why don't we just wrap up this show? Okay. And you tell me what movie you are picking for us to watch. I am picking a movie that I'd never heard of before this morning, but I found that online and I want to watch it. It's called, I'm sure you've heard of it. It's called Appaloosa. I have heard of it. It's a Western. Yeah. I've not heard anything good about it. Really? Ever. Really? Yeah. Maybe we can be the first to say something good about it. Try, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's got a. Uh, it's it's one of only two movies directed by Ed Harris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I like Ed Harris. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, me too. Seems to be crazy man. But, yeah. Uh, but in a good way. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, Appaloosa. Okay. Sweet. All right. We're doing it. Cool. All right. We'll see you next week then. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.